anyway, so we just had the Super Bowl, which a couple of years ago we didn't think would happen. Not not in L.A. Um, we saw the result of that. And I don't mean the game. I mean actually people showing up to the Super Bowl and having something that big happen. Um, so that leads right into not a hey, mess to be seen. <laughs> yeah, that they leads... were all holding their breath, man. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> oh that... yeah, I saw Ben Affleck holding his breath. All right. Yeah, well, Snoop yeah. Dogg held it in after he um, <laughs> took a hit, so he was definitely holding it for a few seconds. <laughs> Snoop Dogg was awesome. Oh, he was the best. So that led I into. They to... told him not to wear. Uh, sorry, they told him not to wear the bandana. So his whole outfit was a bandana. Was a bandana. Yeah. <laughs> right. It was just blue. It was just blue. Sure. Okay, well, well, some things people just lie about, like everybody in Florida all of a sudden being vaccinated, because that's what's going to happen. Like, right. now that we're talking, like, as we're recording this today, Disney World just dropped the announcement that they were going to go maskless for um, fully vaccinated people. And I don't know what, when we were talking earlier, sending a group chat, not 10 minutes later, <laughs> Disneyland, Disneyland announced the same thing, that, like, indoor is going to be optional. Uh, masking is going to be optional for fully vaccinated. And then uh, I just saw right now that COVID, COVID, that Coachella, maybe that maybe yep. maybe I didn't mess up. COVID Coachella. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that Coachella dropped Coachella. all guidelines. COVID dropped all COVID-19 guidelines. Whoa. Or Coachella dropped all COVID-19. I can't get that right. Coachella dropped all COVID-19 guidelines, including um, vaccination and negative testing. And here we are. Here we are in 2022. Apparently, you know, if you're in California today, we just don't have COVID anymore because everything's ready to go. Except, except no, LA County. If you're in LA County or you're in schools, COVID still wildly exists. But anywhere else, the Rona is gone, people. So, well, I'm I'm here for other than you know the inconvenience it causes for you guys. I'm definitely here for kids still wearing masks. And um, I'm here for the, if anything, I'm here for the kids wearing, still wearing masks because A, I know it's not doing anything to them. And B, because of how much it's pissing off uh, uh, the idiots. I'm, I'm here for it. And uh, they can keep masks, the uh, kids' masks for, uh, in perpetuity as far as I'm concerned until Rona is gone or until all of those kids are vaccinated. I know it's inconvenience for you guys, but. Well, we're headed, we're headed to the mass. I, I don't mean this to sound a bad way, but we're headed to that mass vaccination because with the next school year, along with starting at 830, um, we're, we're headed there with, uh, you know, a few exemptions. So we will we will see. But what I will also be on the front lines for is uh, tomorrow, as I have Disney reservations for tomorrow. And okay. let's see how that um, plays out since the state mandate ended today. The state mandate ended today and Disney's policy of uh, it goes into set no no it goes in it goes on thursday yeah so, so there's i got the one day in between so let's kind of see what happens there i gotta yeah. tell you i am here for it as well i am also going to dca tomorrow and i think that the highlight of my day will be watching uh people get chased through uh indoor queues and indoor stores getting told to put their masks back on how many times are we going to hear tomorrow? But the state said this. I'm like, yeah, and you said this, but that isn't, doesn't take effect until tomorrow. I, I'm pretty convinced that today's going to be the day they figure out how do we roll this out and let guests, you know, kind of know. Although it does still say on any kind of transportation, 
Um, it does have to be worn. So we all know I usually take the bus in. I don't yeah. like the walk from the, the tram. And we'll get to that later. The trams, the trams. Um, the trams yeah, are back. It's still, it's still going to be, um, it's still going to be masked. I mean, that's uh, not inside. a segue. <laughs> well, we could. The trams, the trams. I mean, unless you had something else to say. You know what? I'm going to look back while you're discussing the trams because I know you guys got some stuff to say about the trams. Let me see what the notice that Disney put out actually says about uh, their transportation with it. Let me see if trams are actually mentioned. No, I actually have nothing to say about trams enclosed. other it's than may the odds be forever in enclosed. your favor. Okay. Yeah, it specifically says enclosed, and they have not said anything on whether or not the monorail is a part of that. And I think well, right now it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I well, but Monorail's I enclosed. Well, and when it comes back on the seventh, I think the reason why is because the transportation, the enclosed transportation, even in Florida, falls under a federal mandate not state mandate. So they have to, because like we all know, especially in Florida, <laughs> they would drop that in a hot second. But from what I was reading somewhere, and I don't remember the source at the moment, but I was reading somewhere that the enclosed transportation falls under a federal mandate. So the trams should not be affected because they're open air. Well, one of the places where you might've seen a source I'm looking at right now, it does say, um, the the trams and the railroad uh, do not include that. But uh, you know what? Anything that had been open, I don't remember. The last time I got it, I think that might have been like that for the railroad anyway. The last time I think I rode the railroad, I don't think I wore one because it's it's open and we had the ones that were facing out and I was sitting in the front row. Well, you know what's interesting though? That last little part of the railroad between Tomorrowland and back to Main Street is enclosed yeah. and you would think that they would be super strict about it because we went on the cars right radiator springs racers and the guy was like oh you have to put your mask on and the person in the car i was with was like why and i go oh and then i said oh it's a pseudo indoor ride and i swear that cm acted like he was so offended by me saying it was a pseudo indoor ride and he said if it goes inside it's an indoor ride and i'm all Ooh, that's catchy. Do you think about that yourself? Is that something you guys talk about in your CM meeting? And I was like, okay, cool. Like, I didn't care. I put my mask on. You tell me, you tell me to put my mask on and you work there. I will literally listen to you. I have. I mean, I thought it would be obvious oh. if it goes inside that you didn't have to keep a mask on. It's just like, you know, just like the people who thought that they wouldn't have to have a mask on for Alice in Wonderland. It's like, uh, no, hello. It goes well, outside for like two seconds. Well, but that's the that's the the train station. It's outdoors the whole way, but between Tomorrowland and Main Street, it does go inside for quite a bit. So right, because you know, uh, primeval world and all us? that. Yeah, I feel like sometimes the rules are made up. <laughs> None of it matters. <laughs> <laughs> that's just how we do yeah, things nowadays. That's the thing, though. They are literally making up rules as they go along because this is everything that has happened in the last two years is unprecedented. I was just going to say yeah. that shit. I was going to say, Gina, we haven't heard this in a long time. We're living in unprecedented times. Well, <laughs> yeah. like, if you look back on. I mean, I know it's cliche, but. Yeah, that, that's why I was going to throw it in her face. Yeah, I it's like, it's game changing. Pandemics last two years. Because it takes two years for everyone to reach, even whether it's vaccine, not vaccine, whatever, herd immunity. People die off, the rest adapt, the virus mutates, and everybody moves on. It's hitting at about two years, and it's starting to become very rapid. We're also hitting the time, if you remember, this time last year, 
March, we went from you're never going back on campus. We're going to be virtual until we die to, hey, pack up. You're going back to school next week. Things happen super fast um, because we the numbers decrease. We're getting out of cold and flu season and we're starting to get into that time of year where the, you know, people aren't sick as often. Um, and the theme so. parks are ramping up their events and everything. Yeah. I was That's watching sure. something the other day that said um, that you, you cannot look up and into the, like an end of the Spanish flu because there was no end to the Spanish flu. Like it, it's worst was that like two year period, but then there really is no, like you're not given an end date to like, this is when they said the, the Spanish flu, um, pandemic or endemic or however you want to term it was over because that it's not there it's just kind of like it just we're at a spot where you just have to kind of go back to normal and it looks like two years into this we're there happened with the bird flu uh in the 1960s as well there's not yep. like this is a start date and this is an end date it's like this is a it start fades date, away then it rolls out then it got better they had woodstock then it got worse and then it just goes away the last uh, time I think we talked was just before New Year's Eve. I think yeah, it came it out on. I think it came out on New Year's Eve. So I've Damn, been really? to yeah, I've been to the yeah. parks a few times since then. Um, the first time I went to the park in 2022, I went to Saudis, and I actually I built my I built my lightsaber, my custom built lightsaber. Um, I love that thing, man. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. 200 bucks and it's worth every penny. But remember, I used my Ogas when I was talking about using my Ogas oh, yeah. um, money for that. So they had given me, I, I had two reservations that they canceled and somehow gave me $75 in credit. Wow. So I took it. And then I had another $25 gift card that somebody else had given me. So I already had half of it um, in gift cards. So I just paid the other half. And um, uh, dude, it's super cool. Like the way that they do it. You go and you, you pick like, Yes, you get to custom build your own things, but the hilt that you start with is one of four different things. So you kind of pick which one that they that you want based on like they have some samples outside of the different parts and stuff. Then they give you a pin, like it's a big one too. It's probably you know two inches two inches tall, um, and you wear it, and that's how they know which one you chose. So they could give you the tray that had the different parts for your for your hilt. So that's how that actually works. And then they go through, and it's a whole little show talking about you know how this is kind of not really a lost art but it's gone underground because of the um the first order and this and that and then you go through and it's cool with the lighting effects and all that when you put your crystals in and then you know yoda says something to you he comes over the the thing and then like the lights go green and he says something yeah no it's super cool and then everybody um they put it's it's really it's really cool because they have the blade is encased in this in this like little pod thing then they have you stick your hilt into it and everybody does it at the same time. And then they, they say, okay, um, on the count of three, everybody turn on your thing. So you do, and then it opens up and everybody picks it up and they all hold it up. It's super freaking cool. Like it was a total, total experience. Um, I did it. My brother did it. I know my kids now are going to want to do it. So I know somewhere I'm going to build another one like down the line. Cause you can't, you know, you can't turn it down for that. They helped, but really was like oh wow and then man do they shuffle you out of there so they can clean everything like they, you oh, gotta get yeah. that heck out <laughs> so but it was pretty cool when i was there they actually told us they didn't have any um 
the Ondor, Doc Ondars didn't have any red or purple kyber crystals at the time. So, like, if you want that color, you should build that here and then go buy one of the green or blue ones at the store if that's what you want to do. So that's what we did. It was super cool. Have you gone um, crystal hunting yet? I mean, I bought a couple extra crystals, but, I mean, I know there's the elusive black one and stuff. I'm not too hip on they're them. They're still and they're, out there. Yeah, they are. Um, I guess the ones that have, like, a yellow tip on them do something with the holocron. Yeah. So, yeah, they do that, but I don't have a holocron. I don't really have any. I think they're, like, 50 bucks. I don't really have an interest in that. Yeah, so. several of the different uh, variations, or at least uh, if, if, if all the – the crystals are the same as they were when they first came out. Uh, different ones, different ones uh, have different people talk when you plug them into the holocron. Hmm. Uh, as far as the lightsabers go, it's just the colors. That's all that matters with the colors. Uh, but it mostly uh, the, the variations have have to do with the uh, the holocron. It depends on who talks, whether it's Yoda, yeah. Obi Wan. I think there's one that hits Ahsoka. I don't remember who else, but. Yeah, well, that that's pretty cool. It's just a great way to get more of my money. So, real honestly. Yeah, especially for yeah, the pretty much. fires. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, because I mean the the crystals are cheap enough themselves. They're only like I think twelve bucks or fourteen bucks or something like that. Well, that they went crazy. back down in price because they had went up to fifteen at one point. I don't think it was that expensive. Well, I'm talking with a discount too, so. Oh. I, I get the. Yeah, I was gonna say. Higher I think than they that. were twelve <laughs> when they. I think they were ten or twelve, Michael, when they. When galaxies at first opened, I, twelve and sounds went up about as right. High as fifteen or something like that. Yeah, because all of a sudden, you know, after the uh, everybody great, the incidents, at the flashlights, and yeah, yeah, and then the cast members standing there, but still not doing anything, and yeah, I was that was that jump. I don't blame them. You know, people weren't listening. That's uh, that shit at the beginning with the uh, kyber crystals was crazy. Oh, and, yeah. opening the packages and everything. Yeah, you yeah. remember us talking about it on the mm-hmm. other podcast. I remember seeing him there in the store. I, I said it a couple of times. I'm like, hey, man, why are you trying to do it that way? And then the cast member turned around and got him. And uh-huh. I was just like, hey, man, you should have been paying attention in the first place instead of staring off in the space. You know? <laughs> but you know what I noticed, though? In the community, a lot of people just buy the custom ones on Etsy. And there's some pretty, pretty badass-made ones, so... You know, that's where everybody's going. That's fine and all, man, but you really don't get the experience, and that really was, like, the experience itself of going through that really was worth the money. Oh, yeah. Like, because, you know, just for the blade the blade itself, you're going to spend $130, $140 on the hilt anyway. At least. Yeah, that's what they cost. Even the ones that, like, you see advertised, like, on Instagram or something, that's what they cost. Oh, this one is $200, but you can get it. Okay, yeah, but, like, you're paying for the experience and the show, and it's you know, a good 10, 15 minute show. It's not like, oh, here we're just doing it, we're out of here. No, no. It's a whole storyline. Like the lady that's in, or whoever, it doesn't have to be a lady, but that's who it was when I was there, has a whole back, you know, story of this is what this is, and here's how I do this, and blah, blah, blah. This is how it's built and done. You're not getting that with just when you, you pull off an Etsy. And try, yeah, it's, it was... it's heavy. It's it's a heavy blade. It's it's not a, or a heavy hilt. It's not lightweight. Yeah, that was big. The, the whole, uh, the whole, um, experience with the lightsaber building is, is really uh i haven't actually uh, seen it i mean i've seen some video and i've pretty much heard like about 15 people tell us their story about doing it um but uh it's obviously a copy of uh or just a variation of the uh, the wand thing at uh, harry potter 
And uh, oh, the only I did that too. I'll talk about that in a minute. The only difference between uh, well, I remember you. I think you told the story about doing the one thing at uh, on on uh, other podcasts. Did I? But uh, I don't know. I remember you telling some story. But uh, <clears throat> the difference is is that you could do the wand thing. And you can go through the and listen to the wand story without actually buying a wand. <laughs> They give you that uh, that moment of shame where you could just walk out without buying anything. Oh man, okay, so <laughs> I, I don't think I did. I didn't. I didn't talk about that because I actually. Oh, we if just this... talked about Ollivanders and then the store. That was pretty much it. Yeah, but I actually went went through that because I went um, on the first of January. I, that's when I went to Universal. I'm now a Universal pass holder too, by the way, because um, <laughs> it was it was cheaper to do that than just the one day. Definitely. Um, so I ended up um doing that the wait time was only like maybe 15 minutes for olivanders and I, I had asked my brother my brothers who had been there like what what is this and all oh that's just a show for this and that and i'm like well you know i haven't been here in 20 years man let's let's watch the show what the heck if it's only you know 15 minute wait and the show's only a few before we actually go into the store let's just do that and they're like okay Little known that my daughter is going to be the one that gets picked to actually do the, <laughs> the freaking ceremony. So she she went through you know that, and I had already told the kids you know, oh okay, like we'll get a one, but we only need to get one. Come on, man, like how are we going to use this thing? You know, do that. But then she goes through the thing, and this one is like you know, and it's just like the movie, like no, not this one. You know, it's way too powerful. This one, wonder, I wonder if it's this one. Pulls out the one, and oh, this one's made of this, and blah blah blah. So they do, and they totally do guilt trip you into like, oh, well, yeah, this one one pick for her. I'll give it to him. And like, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What's that thing cost, man? You know, and yeah. like, well, this one is interactive, so it's it's fifty nine dollars, and then like the um, like the one that's not interactive is forty nine dollars. It's only ten dollar difference, and then you know, or you can get the cheap plastic ones that you can get at Walmart for like twenty bucks. And I was like, how can you not get the one that was like basically picked out for my kid? You know. This whole ceremony she went through. So I'm like, all right. So I was like, okay, I'll get that one. And then my son throws me a look like, yeah, that one was kind of picked for her. <laughs> you know, kind of thing. So shit, boy. Okay. So, you know, I had upgraded my pass by then too. So at least I got a discount <laughs> on that. So he just wanted the regular Harry Potter one, you know, but she got one all picked out according to her personality or whatnot. So yeah, I got suckered for at least a hundred bucks. Yeah. So... <laughs> Those ones are pretty dope, though. I can't. I mean, I can't argue with. I though. mean, I was going around. They were going around with them to the spots where you can do the little magic. And I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. You, I tried it too. And it was. Are you gonna buy a wand, Dad? No, I'm not gonna buy a wand, dude. Like, You're I like, actually, I bought two of them. <laughs> I know. I bought Don't just buy one. <laughs> Although before, you know, we looked at all of them. And I'm not gonna lie. Like, if you've ever watched Harry Potter, they had the the Elder One. They actually did have that one, and it was for Grindelwald. The, I um, have it. Yeah, I was like, okay. I, well, uh, mine's the Dumbledore wand, which is the same wand. Okay, this one is the one that's actually Grindelwald's, and I was like, that's actually pretty cool looking. Like, okay, I don't know, not today, not today. I'll think about it. <laughs> Maybe when I end up going sometime in you know spring break or the summertime, I'm gonna be like, all right, dude, what the heck? Just because the one looks so freaking cool. Uh, badass. Yeah, that's so. a badass wand in there. I don't, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But that's, yeah, I did that too. You mean this one? Yeah, yeah, that one. It just happens to be right here next to me. Yeah, it just happens to be there right next to him. Well, it is because both of them, because she has a uh, one of the interactive ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the interactive one thing is pretty cool. The only problem with it is not really repeat. There's no repeat fun out of it. It's like yeah, one time, cool, and then after that, it's like, 
mm, whatever. Yeah, you were saying that, and I was like, do I really need to go and do the interactive one? But then again, you think, start thinking, like, so they get you, man. It's only a $10 difference. Yeah. For the interactive stuff. Like, that's well, not I mean, To me, the only problem with the interactive is just the wand doesn't look as cool because it's obviously oversized because of the electronics inside or mm-hmm. whatever's inside of it. But, yeah, no, it's cool. Anyway. Anyway, um, Harry Potter, that's a whole other podcast we could do on it. Yeah, on I know, Potter. right? We'll call that one the Muggle Culture. <laughs> I have done a whole bunch of stuff uh, at the parks. I wanted to see if Gina wanted to throw in anything because I also ate all the foods at Lunar New Year. Uh, I I did a few things. We went to um uh, we went to Lunar New Year. We ate a few of the things, not a whole lot, but um I ate a whole lot. I did the tasting. I did the noodles. And you were right, the garlic noodles were better than the spicy noodles. And like, okay, I'm sorry, but like vloggers, they need to stop. Every single vlog I saw was this vlogger <laughs> crying because the spiciness was too spicy. Yo, we live in Southern California. That like that's like that's like a squirt of tapatio on those things. It was like nothing. It w- it was not that spicy at all. Um, Who the hell was that? Don't even get me started on how orange chicken is never as spicy as it's supposed to be. <laughs> there, I'm done. The noodle. Everybody was like, "Oh my gosh, these are so spicy." I mean, there was a kick to them. But, man, they weren't that spicy. The flavor of the garlic noodles was better, but uh, it was okay. I mean, the noodles were okay. The chicken that you told me about, the three... The spicy three cup? That actually had a little bit more of a kick to it. it. I can only eat the chicken part because I can't eat rice. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize there was rice in it, but luckily it wasn't mixed together. No, it was on top. Yeah, like a bowl. Um, We did... um, we did order not a tasting card, but we did the regular portion of the banh mi. That banh mi was really good. It was a crusty bread, needed a little bit more of like a dressing to it, like the but it was fresh. It tasted delicious. It was a great portion because it wasn't the tasting, so it was a pretty decent size. Um, I didn't care for the boba milk tea, but I don't like tea. Uh, and I thought the boba was really chewy, and I don't know if it's supposed to be like that, but it was – the flavor was okay. Um, Aaron liked it better because he likes tea. Um, I did see the fish, that whole fish that you <laughs> buy. Um, oh, gross. I didn't see anybody with that. Okay, I saw I five people with it when I went – I just got – I just went on Sunday. Were they all and, together? Um <laughs> One person ordered two for her and then her parents. Oh my. It, was, it was a large fish. Like it was definitely enough for two or more people. Like a big um, ass plate filled. It was big, but she said, um, cause somebody walked by and asked her and I'm always like, I'm in for the cheese may. And mm-hmm. so I was listening and she, somebody said, Oh, was that worth it? And she said it was worth the one hour I stood in line to buy it. It was, she's like, it was delicious. Hour? She waited. Wow hour in line and it was so hot this last weekend it was like in the sun it was a good 90 95 so this chick waited 90 in 95 degree weather is that the one is that the one at the garden grill yes the garden grill line first off was wrapped all the way back and oh it goes over past the boardwalk pizza and pasta all the time you cannot pre-order the fish so you can mobile order everything else there but you can't <laughs> mobile order that fish it is made to order you wait in line and you'll like it and she said it was worth <laughs> it 
Um, I don't like fish, so no way was I waiting an hour in line for something I won't even eat. But um, she said it was great. What else did we do? Drank our way through DCA per the use. That's uh, just a Saturday. Drinks. <laughs> the uh-huh. apple whiskey. Um, oh, yes, I gotta try that. So good. Um, it's refreshing, actually, which you can't usually say about alcohol because it may be cold, but it dehydrates you. But it was really good. Um, and that's about it. Uh, we went with some people from out of town, and so they were, they were, you know, on a ride hunt. We got very lucky. So on Saturday, we had a time crunch. I had to leave Disneyland on Saturday by like 1.30 at the latest. I had plans that afternoon. And we were meeting uh, Aaron's family. So we we had we, we got into the park at Rope Drop, and Aaron's like, I really want to ride Rise. I go, let's just pay for it. Let's check the time. Let's just pay for it. I'm fine with that. It's fine. So we check the time. They're like a 9 a.m. return. I said, perfect. I buy it. So Rise goes down immediately. <laughs> <laughs> and we're waiting. Oh, and his family is from out of state. They have one day at Disneyland and that's their, that was going to be their rope drop ride. And so they're waiting. We're waiting. We're all waiting for this ride to go back up. And I said, the only reason why I'm going to be mad, not even my 40 bucks, which is sad, but whatever. I'm like, man, they really need to ride this ride. Like this is what they came here for. And at 1240, right as we're getting ready, we have to leave. Aaron checks the app. And he watched it change from temporarily unavailable to a 35-minute wait, like that. And he goes, it's up. Let's go. And we were at Jungle Cruise. Okay, can y'all – why do 10-year-olds walk so fast? I I didn't know this was possible, but that little girl took off, and all you saw was, like, fire under her feet. We couldn't keep up. I'm, like, running through um, – <laughs> Nora <laughs> Square. Square. <laughs> Sweating in there. And I'm like, I don't need to run. I have tickets. (laughs) So I'm like, I'm walking. So I stopped, but they got there and they only rated, they only waited 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. So they, I was really excited for them. We got on it obviously because we had the tickets. I got to get on it. That was our last ride before we bounced. But, um, man, and, and it was funny because there was only three of them and there was like 10 people in the party. (laughs) One guy is like, should we let everyone else know? And Aaron goes, no, run. like don't wait for anyone. Like you just got to go. So that was, you know, per the usual. Oh, and on Sunday ESPN was at DCA for the Super Bowl. Um, and it was interesting to see how they, like we, you, there were two sections. You can stand up at the top where you could watch everything or you could walk down by the water um, in front of Little Mermaid, and you could be on camera. And they were throwing shirts, and they would get the crowd hyped so you could scream. And then um, I didn't know who any of the people were because, like, I don't really care. Um, but I probably could have told you who at least half of them were. But my question is, is where the hell were they broadcasting? Because I looked at ESPN at yeah. the time of the Super Bowl, and they were broadcasting nothing about the Super Bowl. So this was they had a, other programming. It must have yeah, been on like on ESPN three or something. <laughs> ESPN countdown. Um, and it was early and they were bouncing from where they were to somewhere else. So I don't know. Um, it was probably, it could have even been like the internet broadcast. I have no idea. Probably that would be ESPN three and shit would be on ESPN plus. 
Yeah, I, I'm not sure, but we were standing next to a CM and she was not, she was just a regular CM, not like one of the big wigs. And there were a ton of big wigs. And we just started having to chat with her and she was like, I don't even know any of these people. I'm on attractions. And I turned to her and I looked at her and I'm like, this is not the little mermaid. And she goes, Oh my God, that's my ride. <laughs> and she said, <laughs> she said all these people were trying to switch with her. And she was like, okay, like I'll switch with you. And the big wigs were like, absolutely not. You will stay here. And I told her, I said, they probably heard you don't like football. And that's why you're here because you're not going to fangirl all <laughs> over these people. Because let me tell you how many people suddenly needed to sweep next to the ESPN tent or walk past or security randomly walked by for no reason. You could tell they were not stationed there. They just happened to mm -hmm. walk by. But we found out it was Hasselback. I only knew his wife from Matt like, Hasselback. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, he used to be a quarterback. Like, now he's a uh, he's an announcer broadcaster. Yeah, he's he kind of a dipshit. You know what? Shockingly, though, he was next to the crowd taking pictures and signing stuff yeah. for like a half hour. Shocked me. Randy Moss. <laughs> well, yeah, Randy yeah. Moss is a huge deal. One of the probably top 10 wide receivers of all time. Super cool dude. I didn't talk to him, but I was watching him because I was nowhere near that end. I was watching the broadcasting part. He signed shirts and threw them to the crowd. He went to the crowd because somebody had his jersey, signed it on the guy. Um he was hyping the crowd. He was, I mean, just honestly, a super class act. I was shocked. Then there was some, like, total, you could tell he was a coach. You know, mildly overweight, old white dude with teeth that were so white, they were blinding us from 25 feet away. I have no idea. <laughs> Schmucky dude. Um, didn't do anything, never left his seat. And then there was uh, the token woman but Aaron said she knew her stuff like he has watched her he said that she was very well versed in football and I was like well there's always one chick on the broadcast and she was it she had great hair she, had she a blonde aren't they all yeah she yeah. I know she had a red dress on right I saw her stuff from there no if it, you know what I couldn't really see her because she was like where she was positioned I could only see her head um and her hair which is why I was it was beautiful she made it but she made a TikTok from there Oh, did she? She made a TikTok with that in Kanto. Like, he mm. told me. Well, she, they do the little walk. Yeah, she made one. Yeah, I saw it. ESPN yeah, posted it. Yeah, everybody seemed like they were having a really good time. Um, Even the employees, like, who were there, they were trading out characters. So we were there for um Goofy and Mickey. And then as we were leaving, because we were like, okay, that was fun. We stayed there for a good 30, 45 minutes. There were some fans there. They were like... I was like, you need to up the security, people. This chick's crazy. <laughs> she was nuts. And me and Aaron were like, oh, my gosh, we got to go. But as we were leaving, Donald Duck came, and they had them all dressed up like referees. and stuff. Yeah, that looked cool. Really cool. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was super cool. So that was, like, the most exciting thing. I enjoyed that because um, it's different. You know, you don't see that very often. And they were doing some promos when we were at Disneyland the day before over at the Millennium Falcon and – they had a bunch of their broadcasters running around, you know, pretending to do stuff. They, they weren't really doing anything. They would, like, jump in, shoot a scene, and then, you know, bounce. But 
yeah, it was pretty cool. It was it was cool to see. Yeah, so I went uh, to kind of add on to that about a week and a half ago to uh, Disneyland, and I went and I stood in the standby line, which is the first time that I stood in the standby line for Rise. I posted, and it was it was kind of late too. It was probably about after seven, after seven o'clock, and yeah, I had I had kind of known that I wanted to ride Rise. I didn't really go. Well, I never really go with any plans to be honest, but like. I knew like that if I do anything, that's kind of want to do that. I lean towards that way. So we had eaten at Hungry Bear and um, I looked at the the ride time and I think it said 65 minutes. And even at 65 minutes, that's like, that's a decent time for rise on a Friday night. Like you'll wait 65 minutes. That's your typical Space Mountain kind of time. So we went over there and we got in line and it moved pretty quick. I think we were in the pre-show before 40 minutes. And it didn't even feel like 40 minutes because the line was continuously moving. So, good. yeah, I, I was really happy with that. Um, so everything has kind of seemed like the, it is a longer posted wait time than it probably is. So I can't say, well, most rides are like that. There's certain ones that, you know, like now that ride's going to be longer than it actually is. Space but, Mountain um, is never, it Radio is always Springs forever. Races. Space Mountain is forever. But, you know, I think the Rise one also has to do with how many fast pass tickets or lightning lane tickets they sell. See, I'm still not believing that because I see people buy it. I have actually, you know, used the genie plus thing and I have not seen anybody be held up completely because of that. I don't know if it's just, I happen to get on a ride at a time where that's not what's happening or what, but I've never noticed a difference in anything and you know how we we've been so much that we're picky with the wait times we don't have to wait in a long line i don't want to wait in a long line because i know i can come back next week and do it again i haven't seen anything like we have seen on social media of that but then again i'm also not there on saturday morning you know we drop and we leave around one or two so <laughs> if you're rope dropping something the, the big rides go first. So cool. immediately Rise is going to be 95 minutes immediately. Uh, Radiator Springs Racer is immediately and Web Slingers. Those are the three that we've seen. Come about 11 to the time we're leaving, that's when I'm seeing the rides getting held up by the, the Lightning Lane stuff. And it's because they don't want Lightning Lane people to wait. So I've been keeping my eye on it, and the minute people come up from Lightning Lane, they pause the regular line, and they're letting the Lightning Lane go through. As as I would want if I spent the money for it, I don't want to wait. That's the whole point of buying it. And so I that's what we're seeing. So in the early, early morning, no, it wasn't a problem. We got an, on Incredicoaster in less than five minutes. But as those wait times increase, as those people, you know, as we're seeing more people come in, that's when I see it start becoming an issue. Yeah, I don't know. Um, everything that I've seen has kind of said, like, rise is not the thing to do first thing in the morning at rope drop because it does hit that 95-minute mark where later yes. in the afternoon I'm not there. I've told you I've seen rise vary anywhere from, yes, I do see it hit, you know, 105, 120 minutes, which I'll never wait for, but I have seen it enough times I've just been at the wrong side of the park to be there anywhere between 45 and 70 minutes with all of which is like, okay, I'll wait that time. I'll do 45 to 70 minutes for that ride because I know it's one of the bigger ones. I'm, I'm fine with that, but I, I yeah, that's not a ride. I think you're going to see me rope drop 
won't even do that tomorrow. But I'm not going to be there for rope drop tomorrow, but I won't do that. But I will be watching the time to say, hey, like this is a good time. We should head over there, you know, kind of thing. I'll, I'll do that. That's that's what I've seen. And then yeah, I am there later at night. But remember too, I'm also there past the time rise closes because it closes a couple hours before the park. And I've still seen those times, but time between the time I get there, which is anywhere between like five thirty and seven, till the end of the night. So it, it's doable. Like I, I'm still, I don't know, I'm just not there. I'm not believing. I on think that. for Rise, the secret to that is don't <laughs> rope drop it, because I've also watched the times and it, and when you rope drop Rise, you are waiting like you're waiting longer and you don't have to. And I tried to tell somebody that in line. I gave, I was like, listen, I'm here all the time because I heard them talking about rise and you know we were waiting for the park to open so we were chatting and i said here's my tip don't go to rise i said what else do you want to do and yeah, I know. <laughs> and uh i was like what else do you want to do and they were like oh we want to do space mountain and this and this and i said we'll do those. May- yeah, yeah i was like here it may be in your best interest to go in this order and of course they rope drop rise anyway. And I was like, all right, well I tried. Well, is it still, is it still at the point where like, because for the longest time it didn't even open at rope drop. It is opening. Um, well, it went down the last time we were there. Um, and before that it had been a minute, but it usually opens pretty quick, like qu- pretty quick after. Okay. Because it, it wasn't like that for the longest time. Like it wouldn't even start operating until an, an hour after the park opened. So the head it's over there was pointless. You're already wasting an hour. Yeah, it's not opening that much later. Okay, so that, that's it's good to know. Opening pretty, it's opening pretty quick after um, opening. Well, that's a that's a good uh, thing to kind of know. I don't have to head over there right away, but it could be sometime in the morning. Yeah, I would say, like, if you want to get Rise done, and also I've noticed, like Aaron and I have noticed, it goes down more in the morning than the afternoon. And I know that it didn't do that, like, for a while before – uh, it, the shutdown, it was closing down later, but like it's closed in the morning so much, so much. And we just, you know, and, and from what the, one of the CMs was telling me that ride is so temperamental that if you lose an ear pod, the whole ride is going down. Well, yeah, because it's, Ow. it's magnetic mm-hmm. track is magnetic and it's, it's so sensitive that like, if you drop that or you drop a hat or something like it throws it off. And then the only way to get it to go again is to reset the damn thing, which takes, you know, in here from 20 to 30 minutes. Yeah. So it's, it's super temperamental. Um, and people aren't realizing that. So they, you know, it'll go down. I don't know why you just don't tell people that while like hold on to your Mickey ears. You don't want to drop that shit because if you do, here goes the ride. They've been telling people to do that since. Well, I know they have, but you need to tell people to do that. This is America. Don't tell people to do things. What are you talking about? I can't man? think I've ever That's actually heard anybody you. say that. Now that I think about America. it, America. Yeah, who've been like, sure. hey, this is this. But I, you think that would lend it a little bit of like, oh, hey, you know what? This ride will shut down if something gets dropped on the thing. Please hold on to your your stuff. Like, think well, about it. you're not you're not used to Indiana Jones, aren't you? I mean, they literally <laughs> tell you to hold on to your hats and glasses on Big Thunder Mountain, and does anybody do it? No. no. <laughs> but that's positive. that's a different story. That's just you losing positive. it rather than you're going to shut the whole damn ride down. It needs to be more like we need it not. No, because if you tell them it'll shut the ride down, they'll do it on purpose. That's Have true, you too. met teenagers? Yeah, yeah, that's Have you true. met teenagers? Dan, you teach teenagers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you met them? Anthony, I don't know why you're saying that because I'm like that. <laughs> 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 Never mind that. Oh, you want to tell me to do this? Yeah. 
if you well, tell people don't push that, that that's the history of racer button is going to make it shut down it's going to become a tiktok challenge you, you know you know you got that reference anthony don't touch that that's the history of racer button <laughs> good old ren and stimpy ren and stimpy uh, um on the other half of that the other park i did a full day of tastings at california adventure that's literally oh, all i went guy. there to do that's all i went there to do was to do the tastings so we're there was a few things like we wanted to try the noodles and then we ended up with the menu and we're like oh let's see what else we got and then i happened to remember that you could do the order well first of all we didn't even start there we went over to um over by where mike and sully is that coke what's the name of that coke bar over there i don't know the, the name of it truck? Not the truck. There's a truck and there's a bar. Oh, the is... alcohol stand. Yeah, that's yeah. I don't yeah. know. I always call it the Michi place because that seems like that's all they serve is micheladas over there. Well, anyway, Just that's where you, that's that's where you ordered. <laughs> you ordered from there and pickup was at the Coke truck. That's actually where the pickup was for the food. So we went there and we ordered the pork sliders, and uh, I got pork sliders over there on Hawaiian rolls with like a an apple coleslaw or something. It was those were actually really good, but it, it was barbacoa. If you're familiar with Mexican food, it was barbacoa, mm. but it was good. And then they we had. We did a, eat um, those, and I will concur. Those were probably the best things we ate the entire festival. Were those sliders? They, they were, were so they good. They were really, really good. So we had that, and we had some kind of a uh, um, hibiscus apple juice, which hibiscus apple juice is uh, that's Jamaica, but that's okay. Um, so we had that, and then we had um, the lychee lemonade. That was actually really good, too. And then we decided to go over to the actual festival. Um, I had heard that you could order multiple things at one booth. So we decided to do that. Then I looked over. and in fr- Everything's in front of Mermaid, by the way. Everything is in front of Mermaid. And that's the wrong place to have it. The little stand by the Sip and Savor Pass is right there, too. And because it was, because I already knew, and we've discussed this many Wait, times. So if it's in front of Mermaid, how crowded was it with that shit plus the ESPN shit next, right next to it? I don't know about that. Gina actually was wondering about that. Was that place packed? What the noodle place and the food booth? No, the right noodle there? and the the noodle place and the and the the noodle place is a little further down. They're across from it's where the, the, little the, mermaid. the ESPN stuff. Okay, so you know how that area by in front of Little Mermaid. It's like two levels. Yeah. The ESPN was down a level, and all the food is on the top level. Okay. So it was it was getting. So ESPN more... was on the very bottom. Yes. And then the food was in the middle. Okay. Yes. Yeah, because that's then, the uh, world of color viewing area. Right. Yeah. Directly yeah, in front of Mermaid, too. though, there's there is a food booth. There's the mm-hmm. little pop up. Um, holiday stand or whatever is going on on the same level as mermaid oh, okay uh because you know mermaid actually Crazy. is a ramp up right so on the on the ground level right. which would be the ground level is there is a food stand there there is that little um there's a shop there that always has whatever seasonal stuff is going on so mm-hmm. it was the lunar new year stuff which man that freaking spirit jersey was selling like hotcakes when i was there there was, I'll admit, the merch for a Lunar New Year was really good. I looked at a few things. I decided not to buy anything, but um, I was looking at a few things because it was really decent merch. Yeah, actually, my brother ended up buying the, the Tumblr uh, weeks before. But that day that we were there, it was packed. So that's there, and then next to that is the little, like, 
ODV, like outdoor vending type cart thing that sold the sip and saver pass. And then there's another food booth directly in front of, um, I don't know what, there's a little tiny store right there where the aerial bathrooms are. If you come walking towards uh, the pier, there's a small shop right there. They sell a few hats and some sweaters and stuff. Right in front of that is another booth. Yeah, the one next to uh, the uh, hot dog place. Yes. Across from the the coffee cart. To the right of it, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, wait. It was if you're left, looking, left. if you're looking at little Merlin Zephyr. Left, no, this, no, you're going the wrong way. It's on the right. Yeah, that's on. It's to the. If you're looking at Mermaid, it's to the right, where the bathrooms are across from. Oh Mermaid, no, into I know. Creek. Okay, I know which one you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, where they yes. have the Zootopia. Uh, uh, like you said, across from the. Yeah, yeah, you know what? I think there is Zootopia stuff there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, that, so that, that must have been a clusterfuck right there. No, it actually wasn't bad. That was actually the shortest line. We got in that line because it was the shortest line. Say that again. Even with the ESPN and all that. Well, I don't know about all that. No, yeah, because the ESPN was so much farther down and it was on a different level. Um, It didn't interfere with that walkway at all. Um, It did get a little tight over there, uh, only, but not as much as you'd think because uh, the Rapids ride is closed for refurb. So there's not a lot of people going over there. And the Raya photo op didn't start till after two. So for a good chunk of the day, that there's actually not a lot of traffic going that way. Heads up, those bathrooms, work of art. Um. <laughs> <laughs> like straight up sewer. Did it? Oh my gosh, over there by the like the women, the men in the women's bathroom. Yeah, it gets there after a point in time. Good. The minute you walk out. Oh, down. that's because that must be where the sewer line is. The bathroom yeah. is usually fairly clean. The, bathroom- the, the sewer line must be right there. Yeah. At the bathroom, and then not a lot of people use that bathroom. So right, that's bathroom, why it's a work of art. It's beautiful, but you've got to hold your breath when you leave or enter. <laughs> Do you know why you probably never smelled that before? Because of the smoking area. Oh, was that yep. a smoking area? The smoking area used to be right there. Well, you used oh, to go did, back right around the, the smoking area. The opposite, the, smoke, the alternate way to walk around the, by the Yeah, walls, the huh? smoke would come, would waif down from there and would probably cover up the smell of the sewage. I don't know. Yeah, what you'd you only smell it at night. <laughs> yeah. Any, anyway, I don't remember ever smelling sewage over there, and I walked that way it, several times. It, it, it does. I know what she's talking about. And it hit, it hits you. It wafts up onto you like as soon as you walk out of the bathrooms. But the bathrooms themselves are actually pretty clean. Yeah. yeah the the, the smoking area good. must have covered it up. Put it. I guess put it back. Well, anyway, so that booth right there is where we ordered all our stuff, and then we happened to be in that line, and I looked over to the sip and saver line, and there was only two or three people in it. So I told my I told my brother, hey, let's it, look at that line, man. There's really there's no line for that. And there's no real line here. Why don't you let a few of these people go, and I'll I'll buy one of those passes because we've talked about this many times, Anthony. You plan it out right, you could save money. Oh yeah. Because as long as you get stuff that's like you buy stuff it's that the costs most more than shit. right. And then it it was forty dollars out the door with your discount, so everything had to be like six seventy five or something. It turned out to be something Which like I'm that. Which I'm sure is easy to do. That's easy to do with all the the portions that they had. So I I bought one of those, got back in line, and I used all six tabs at the one spot, and I ordered the um that particular booth is where they sell the three cup chicken, and that's where they had the macaron. So the <laughs> macaron, which was delicious by the way, it was really good. My son would like you to know that that's easily a 9 out of 10. He really liked that. And I really liked the chicken. So I ordered everything there. The The CM was nice enough to charge me because I had seven items that I ordered and the six, six tabs. She charged me for the um, the least um, 
most the least expensive thing, which actually happened to be the Macron. So that's all I paid for out of pocket, you know, on a card. And they do separate it too. Gina told me this the other day. They will pull you out of line if you're paying with a card and they have like an iPad that they put your order in with um, there. And then if you're paying with tabs, you have to pay at the actual counter. So that, that line did keep moving. It was actually pretty efficient. She also did tell me that by the time she got to it a couple weeks later this last weekend that the ordering stuff at all one stuff had kind of ended, at least for the noodles. Is that is that what you told me? So they no longer at the noodle booth. You could not buy anything at the noodle booth. It was pickup only. And you had one line to pick up the spicy and another line to pick up the garlic. You could not go. Well, you couldn't to- order there either? No, you could not order there. They, from what we saw, they took away the ordering from the noodle booth by the end, which, considering that booth was the absolute most popular of the entire festival, besides the Paradise Garden Grill booth, that being the second, um, probably a wise choice. Um, I really think that Disney, for the so Food Wine Festival is coming up, and you know that's the biggie. They need to figure out if they're going to have Paradise Garden Grill as a part of this. They need to figure it out because they've that, always had Paradise Garden Grill and it's always been a pain in the ass and it's always had long. This lines one's yeah. really bad. It this was, one is really, it really was bad. To a level, I mean, I'm not kidding. People waited like the lady waited an hour. That's that's a ridiculous amount of time to wait. I mean, I, I, it's, it's nothing new to me. I mean, I've years, you know, a few years or years of the first two years of uh, food and wine. They've had uh, they had oh, they've had things. It was that, insane. Yeah. Michael will tell you it it, it's insane. really nothing new for for Paradise Garden Grill to have insane lines because they yeah, always put, they, that boardwalk they always put open. some of the best food there that's not part of like the uh, that's not part of the, uh, you, the you know you, you know you can't use the uh, tabs for food there so they put the best food there and then they charge you for it and then they end up with a big ass long line because the best food is there no you could use the tabs there now oh see i know that's the difference that's, that's why the line the, is longer yeah well and here's the deal that's fine if they because like they had a tab portion and then they had a, a purchase portion which is great <laughs> i mobile ordered my purpose per, purchase portion bond me and it was great. And I ordered it at 8.04 when we walked in the gate. I got on there and ordered my Paradise Garden <laughs> Grill because by the time it, it gets was, long, it gets lengthy. It was times. like a three-hour window mm-hmm. later. Well, so plus, like you've already said it yourself. That line is not for oh, – yeah. it's for the fish. Let's not kid ourselves. Well, you said it yourself. The line is for the fish. And it was also for the tasting portion. So if you wanted to use a tab at Paradise Garden Grill, you can't mobile order. And you had to stand in the same line as the fish people. Yes. <laughs> that, I, that's bad. I just, just laugh at people. Yeah. Don't use your tab there. Be smart. Don't use your tab there. Because if you yeah. don't want to stand in line with the fish people, then, <laughs> well, it's as easy as that. So when I was there the week before. So all the listeners, don't stand in the fish line if you don't want to have to stand in the line. <laughs> For the fish. When I was there the week before, when I was there the week before, the the noodle line, which is one of the most popular things on the menu, was just to order was probably a forty five minute wait, and to pick up, to pick up is faster, right? Because they had it like you order on one end and you pick up on the other. So most of the pickup stuff wasn't that bad, but the noodle one was because it's one of the more popular um, uh, dishes. So. We did that. I put in the order at the one, and then 
we went and ate that stuff. And then once we kind of had eaten that, I was like, oh, I'll go ahead and I'll go wait in the noodle line. I walked up and there wasn't a line, not to pick up. I literally was the only one in line. So I got my stuff pretty quick and I had four items. I had the two things of noodles. I had the bulgogi short ribs and I had the shrimp fried rice all at this because those are two booths right next to each other. So I picked up all four of those food items without a problem and looked at the line. The line snaked back. Now that is next to the Zephyr. The line snaked back over to where jumping jellyfish are in that area back over there. Wow. In fact, that line almost met the line for the pass holders because you know how they do the key holder stuff underneath the swings? Or, um <laughs> What it, no, not the swings. What are yeah, the oh, swings. Yeah. yeah. Where they do the, the pass holder stuff yeah, they almost met. Like the pass holder line and uh <laughs> the line for the freaking noodles almost met in that back area behind the jellyfish. So it was it was pretty intense. But I got it, we didn't have a problem. The bulgogi was okay, it's like a seven out of ten. The shrimp fried rice, it was alright. The my daughter really liked the shrimp. The shrimp I think was better than the rice, but the rice wasn't bad. The noodles, like Gina said, I, I agree with her. I'm the one that told her that. The spicy one, they weren't spicy. Like it, yeah. it had a little kick to it, but it wasn't it wasn't that spicy. If you like Asian food or you like Mexican food, if you like any food but like I don't know, British food, it was not it was not it was totally a, a mild spice. Every it once was, in a while you got a little piece of it. The yeah. spicy three cup chicken was akin to Kung Pao chicken because it had mm-hmm. the little red peppers in it too. Mm-hmm. That was spicier. That was way spicier than the noodles were. To me, that was well, and so like, because like Aaron's family is Indonesian, and so he puts that this like Indonesian spice that comes in this like jar. It's like this thick red. Just looking at the bottle makes my eyes water, and so I thought, man, these spicy noodles are gonna be like, ooh, they're gonna be crazy. Oh, eh, they're they're okay. No, see, no, I can't. <laughs> yes, I'm Mexican, but I actually can't handle a lot of like super spicy food. My stomach just doesn't like it. Um, You're not like the kids? You don't put tapatio on your Flaming Hot Cheetos? That is my dad. Um, (laughs) No, but I have been there, you know, at many a family function, and you can literally take the lid off a jar of salsa, and you're like, oh, damn, this this is hot. You just know it from smelling it. This is hot. Like your eyes watering by opening the lid. That was not the case with uh, the spicy dandy noodles at all. Like, I felt like it was dialed well, it is down. BCA. It was, yeah. it was dialed down for us Europeans. <laughs> Maybe, but it actually wasn't. It, I mean, they were good. Don't get me wrong; they were good. The garlicky ones were were better. Um, but we had all those, and then I went back for the bow because I had bought the bow too, and that was actually the most disappointing thing. The bun was like it was all right. Um, the it was very plain. I told Gina the bow at they have it Tropical Hideaway is actually better. Like go, over, go over there and get the bow wow. in Olympia. Because I was going to go waste time at the bow at Lunar Festival. And when Dan was like, it ain't worth it, we're like, okay. So we pulled back on that. <laughs> did you end up getting the wings? Because we were we did no, not. No, you told me about the wings. And I'm so pissed off from the from the spiced wings at uh, Christmas time, which I did talk to somebody in, waiting in line for. Um, what was I waiting in line for? I don't even remember. Might have been the bow. And uh, – I waited in line for that. It wasn't that long, but long enough. I was talking to somebody, and we had agreed that the festival holidays was ass. It just was not good. It was you know, not good. I thought they had a it few. Never we liked the drinks. At There's festival a few things that you always come across, but nah. We did not, because you know we're alcoholics. So 
we're not, but whatever. We like we like our alcoholic drinks. We enjoy a cocktail. We liked them at Festival of Holidays. Didn't really like the Lunar New Year stuff. I, I we didn't care for it at all. Um, the wings, Aaron was super excited to to eat them, and we got them, and they were so disappointing. They were chewy. They weren't crisp. There, the the flavor was mediocre at best. Um, See, I trusted I was, Aaron on that one. When you told me yeah, Aaron was disappointed, wing, I was like, I'm well, trusting Aaron with that one. He's a bit of a wing connoisseur. Mm-hmm. So, like, if if anybody knows wings, it'd be him. So, um, he didn't really care for them. I was kind of bummed. I wanted to try the mango pie that they had. But when we went uh, both times, no esta aquí. They, there was no mango pies to be found. Um, and I saw a review saying it was meh. So, I guess I didn't miss much on that one. But, um yeah, I, the the food at Lunar New Year was, I, I would say it was mediocre. It wasn't. It was a lot like, better than the the, uh, the holiday stuff. I, I would eat some of the stuff that I had. I would eat again, and there was still some stuff that I wanted. I would like to try, um, but mm-hmm. I just didn't get back to do it because you 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 have to plan it out. You have to be there during the day to do that because by the time you come to the end of the day, they were out of stuff. Like yeah. I I didn't tell you this, but like I got handed. You let me have the festival holiday ones, and actually yeah. somebody else handed us one too when we were there. None of it was available. Like, I literally gave up. There was like I can't get anything. By the time we got over there, and it wasn't even late. It was still a few That's hours before park closing. It was like we we don't we're out of that. It's like well, okay, this was a waste. You know, the park going to the park is not a waste, but trying to you know get like if I had yeah. just bought that, I would be pissed. Like, you know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah. But yeah, yeah that's, that no. Been... And you can't use it on alcohol, so like. No, and that was another thing. Like, and so we don't. We don't, we can't eat too much at one time. And so for the the food and wine, we're thinking about getting a tasting card, but then we're looking at how many times we want to go back because yeah. there's no way we can use one tasting card at one time. And then if you look for the reservations, they already, uh, the weekends are pretty much gone in March. Um, and that's the only time we go. Uh, we don't really go on a Tuesday night. So now it is a lot longer too. So the, the, the food and wine festival, like time wise is a lot longer. So you can get into April and, and still be okay. Like I need to plan mine out too. Cause we usually do like to go a day and do that. Um, I was always kind of, Anthony kind of knows this. I was always kind of opposed to the sip and saver pass. Uh, I just <laughs> thought, I just kind of saw it as a waste of money, but like looking at what we got knowing like, okay, I can get this much. And there was four of us. It was Math, four of us kind of tasting it. The math yeah. speaks for itself. We don't do math. Yep. Um, Once the math doesn't speak for itself, then they will no longer be worth it. But I, I had never actually gone through. Out, I guess I had never actually gone through and actually said, yeah. I'm going to try all this. It was like, yeah. I want to try just that rather than like, yeah, I'm going to try a bunch of this stuff. So if, if it stays where you can order at one place, whatever you want, I would do that again. Having four people. And just picking up the tray, you know, three, four items that you ordered and, you know, picking up four forks as well. Okay. It kind of makes sense because I didn't feel like I was over full. Didn't really eat lunch because that was my lunch. Yeah. So, you know, it it turned out to be okay. It worked out. I'm I'm happy with the choices we made. It's it's really good if you go. I I feel that if you go with a group of people and you're all just taking people you obviously trust enough to eat off of. Right. If you're all just eating, if you're doing a full tasting where you get these items, you sit down, 
you try them together, you weigh whether or not they're good. You know, you're doing an actual food tasting. And there was actual people that were like, "Oh, this is okay." No, I'm not into that. Like I did yeah. try, I did try the um the the uh, well, I don't drink um, milk tea obviously because of the milk, can't drink it. But that got rated as okay, you know, S two. And then we got the parfait, the green tea parfait. We mm-hmm. got that too, and I was like, eh, with it, but my daughter and my brother really liked it, so they finished it. Like, I, I tasted it, and they finished it, and then all of mine was family. Like, it was my two kids yeah. and my brother, so, you know, we grew up eating the same <laughs> the same stuff, so it wasn't going to be, I wasn't concerned about that. Uh, the good old days when we used to go to the festival and just grew up together. <laughs> yeah, right? So, that's where we were there. I did watch the Mulan Processional, too. Did you, did you watch years. that? oh the Mulan the processional was really good um and I really liked I did not wait for the characters I know you did um we were no I didn't wait for the characters we happened to be sitting down just kind of in between what we were picking up and we just happened to see them switch characters in a line that wasn't long so we hopped over there okay yeah we were there with people and I really really wanted to take my picture with the three little pigs yeah um, and especially because, like, I do this whole, like, World War II propaganda unit where one of the World War II cartoons uses the three little pigs to tell to sell Canadians war bonds. It's amazing. Anyway, I really want to take this picture because I could use it in my unit. The line was so long, and it was hot, and we were with people, and I'm yeah. all, ah, darn so it. I, I had I just missed Mickey and Minnie, uh-huh. and then they brought out the three little pigs, and I told my kids, come on, let's go get a picture with the three little pigs. Because of the connection to Lunar New Year, you're the pig and stuff. But also, like, I, I, yeah, they're, it's rare that they're out. I have a connection, and this is going to sound weird. I have a connection with the three little pigs because there is a Polaroid picture of me at Disneyland when I was little where my parents totally did that Mexican thing of like, no, we're not going to stand in line to go take a picture of the pig. Go stand next to the pig, and we'll snap this Polaroid ah! real quick. So I'm in the picture, and he's like totally not facing that way. So I was like, you know. 35 years later, I'm going to come correct on this photo. <laughs> hey, you better get a half and half. You know what? Yeah. So I, I, have a, I, have a po- I have a picture of me there. I, my mom has it somewhere. And then I have a picture of me, just me, center stage, all three pigs. Everybody's facing the camera. I got to do that. I'm going to take that picture of you with the three little pigs. I'm going to put it into my unit. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I think it's on my Instagram. Um, we did that and then we got back from that and we sat down i went to go pick up another another food item and i and that's because it was because the the area there was like central we're just we're we, i don't even think we got on a ride that day like oh. maybe one. Oh, we watched uh, uh philhar magic um we're just hanging out and then i came back from somewhere and my daughter was like dad tigger's over there let's go get in line for tigger look at the line it's still not that bad like maybe a 10 minute wait if that so i was like oh, okay we can do that so you know we did that too that's the only reason it even happened just so happened to yeah. be that's well, we and sometimes the line was like super short. Like I looked over there at one point and there was like four people in line. I don't know what it was for. But then, of course, when Three Little Pigs came up, there was like a 17, you know, hour wait. And for at one point it was Mickey and Minnie and the line wasn't that long. It just so happens like I just wasn't in a position to get on the line. And then mm-hmm. they switched out the characters. I really like them doing character meet and greets there. I, <laughs> I don't know. Like I know Encanto, Mirabella Encanto was there. Encanto mm-hmm. was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, before and then somebody else was there before that, but I don't remember who. Um, who was I? Don't remember who was there for Christmas. I think it was just a Luca. Ru- it was. was I think Luca it was. There? Maybe. Was it? But Maybe. I like before I like that. over there. Those bathrooms aren't as good, Mm-mm. but they're those right. are bullshit. They're they're all right. The woman's bathroom is all right. 
Those bathrooms smell. Not the outside, the inside. They smell. Like that's not my that's not my uh that's not my preferred bathroom. Generally, if you think about it, any bathroom that's pretty near a restaurant, yeah. not gonna be your your first go unless it's the one on the wharf. Which for some reason the wharf ones are usually pretty clean. Yeah, that one you no, know. No what? one knows it's there. I don't think anyone knows that they're there. Yeah. The they're kind of off the beaten path, but the ones by the Incredicoaster only in an emergency. <laughs> and the one by Flows. <laughs> oh yeah, the Flo- the one over there is awful too. Don't do it. They're so bad. Uh, the one by yeah. Anyway, I, there's TikToks about that. You can follow me on TikTok <laughs> at Danzig77 and uh, watch those because apparently it blew up. 14k views right now, man, for DCA bathrooms. Who would imagine? <laughs> algorithms who understands them <laughs> no one no one no one so the processional that the processional was actually um it was pretty cool whole little story behind it too we had gone off somewhere to do something else on the back side of the pier i don't remember what it was probably picking up a buzz churro that's probably what we did but when we came back i was like hey the procession's gonna start right now let's let's grab a spot i don't think i should give away i got a little spot i always head to i don't think i'm gonna give that away um, hear out loud, but I'll tell you guys. There's a nice little spot. I always, I'm always able to find a spot to watch the procession with not a lot of people by it. So any kind of parade or anything like that, it's a nice little spot. I'll tell you later. Um, but we watched that. It was pretty cool. It was only like three minutes long. It's not that long. I didn't know that it went. It goes down and then it comes back the other way. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah. They they don't. Um, the parade it 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 doesn't go through the whole park and disappear it goes and then it does a turnaround and then it comes back like, so, like the trolleys in uh or like the cable cars in uh san francisco literally yeah, just turn it around and come back the other way that's all that happens now they they don't i don't i think it's just honestly i think it's really easier for them for crowd control purposes and how dca is kind of laid out well because that lends itself to getting a whole new set of people because we cleared out like we cleared out because I was kind of near the beginning of it coming out of those gates next to Emotional Whirlwind. And um, once that was done, you don't even think about it. You just wander off. But we still have – again, that was kind of our hub, that area over there, their Paradise Garden Grill area. And we were sitting there again getting our next round of whatever and it became like it's coming back this way. And I went to go get something else and I was like, this is a whole different crowd of people. That's kind of cool. You, you serve twice as many people but just having to turn around and come back the other way. Mm-hmm. They, uh, they've done that. They've done that before because the the uh, the um, Feliz Navidad um, yeah one does the, always, always did the same thing. Now that I saw that so far, and then it would just go back. Now, now that I see that, I feel better about that because like I can catch it on the on the go back. You know, because it's always like oh, I got to get there. I got to find a spot. I actually like that. Um, I'm gonna remember that for the next time. That I can I can actually watch that and come back the other way. Um, what else we got? Anything good? Uh, real quick, uh, uh, since uh, uh, we're transitioning, the uh, more details on the uh, on the yeah uh, Super Bowl setup. Uh, apparently, they were doing a uh, two location thing. Some people were at the stadium, and then the others were at the resort. Uh, that was uh, Sam Ponder was the uh, woman. She was actually the the main host. Okay. And uh, the the dude with the bad teeth, who I suspected, but now I'm confirmed it was Rex Ryan. Okay, I gotta tell Aaron. So how packed? Yeah, was, it, was pretty packed, right? 
Well, when we were there in the morning, it was dead. Like, cause we rolled up right after rope drop and everybody was rope dropping all the rides. And so we didn't, the only ride we, we plan on, we went, we were like, oh, we're going to go on Incredicoaster. We'll hit that up later. It's not going to be busy. So we moseyed over and we saw it and I was like, oh, let's go look at it. And so when we got there, there was hardly anyone there. And in the, the hype section, if you wanted to be on TV, there was probably maybe 40 people over there when we got there. So the <laughs> chance of you getting a T-shirt or being on camera was super high in the morning. And then as we stood there for a while, it got more and more busy. But at some point earlier in the day, uh, I want to say by noon, they had closed up shop and they had moved oh. you know, their operations to SoFi. I'm going to assume it was that's where they ended up because they weren't there anymore. Hmm. And they were also broadcasting from Disney um, at some point, too, um, on Super Bowl Sunday. It just wasn't as large of a stage in a production because um, I saw that people who were at Disneyland were posting some stuff over there. Um, and then, oh, and this weekend, it was uh, Mice Chat got involved. I, okay, so I don't know what it is about me, but random people love to talk to me which i am totally okay with because i like talking to people so this older gentleman sat down at my table because i was sitting there alone and he started talking to me there was some kind of race where you had to go ride all these rides that's uh, a gumball, a gumball rally, rally. yeah for years and no drama going on right now because a couple of the real chair drama a couple that's been longer than a couple that's been going on a long time yeah. No, there's a, yeah, there's a major drama going on with the uh, gumball right now with the uh, disability access where uh, somebody was, like, asked about, you know, because it was kind of cheating in ways. So what they did was the way they worded it on the website and everything, how they separated it, just pissed off almost everybody and... They're not happy with them right now. It just concluded uh, this weekend. I, I have a lot of people that do that all the time. So, yeah, it was a big controversy about that. <laughs> yeah, the guy I was hey, uh, I'm sorry. Hold on. Uh, I'm sorry. Thank you for calling from the 1980s, Michael. <laughs> you sound yeah. like you're a radio host from the 1980s. <laughs> I'm in my car. He's on his Bluetooth. Right. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, the guy I was talking to was like a spotter. He said he used to do it, but he felt that he was getting too old. So his grandkids are doing it. And he was just, we were sitting up by docking bay seven and he was watching the millennium Falcon. And so we started talking about it and, um, yeah, they were all wearing their cute little button down shirts. And I was like, Oh, okay. Um, but, uh, so that was going on this weekend too. Um, and uh, so there was there was quite a few people. It was pretty busy. I would say Disneyland on Saturday was. I don't know what they're talking about uh, uh, in terms of reservations. Uh, it was full. Cool. There was a lot of people there. Everybody's just mad they can't get the top two keys right now. Yeah, I was like, who's not getting a reservation? Because it was it. it there was a lot of people. It was packed. Um, a lot of tickets. Uh, a lot of people who had tickets uh, when we were coming in the gate. A lot of, a lot of, you know, day ticket holders. Um, so Disney is, it's popping. And we were talking to a few people. A lot of people from out of state, Arizona, Nevada, up north mainly, because you know that's kind of who comes to Disneyland over world. But when we were there a few weeks ago, we ran into a family from Wisconsin. Um, again, 
people randomly strike up conversations with me. <laughs> so because I, you're white. You know, okay. Non-threatening. You look because you're you're white, and you look like you're friendly. You'd be friendly to racist people. <laughs> I didn't make that as a little insult. do they know. Little do they know exactly. Now, lefty indoctrinationist. No, I'm kidding. Right? Definitely not. Um, my mom. <laughs> My mom always said when we were lost, she never said, go find somebody who works at the store. She would always be like, go find a nice lady if you get lost. Because apparently nice ladies aren't into human trafficking. <laughs> and um, so I've... Little I've, do they know. I'm convinced as I've gotten older, I have that nice lady look. <laughs> like People just want to like... This is why I got my master's in counseling. People just like to talk to me. So uh, talk to quite a few people. But um, I I think what I'm noticing a lot, and I, I'm hoping that this, I don't think it will change anything, the mask mandate lessening, but the word of Disneyland right now with its guests, key holders or day ticket holders, entitlement. The guests feel that they are entitled to whatever they want with no holds barred, no rules. And it's really shocking how many people just you mean, think you that mean they mean as opposed to before? Well, I hadn't been to in over a decade. As opposed to before? What's the difference? Maybe a little bit more so, I guess. Probably. But, I mean... Pass holders have always felt a sense of entitlement. I mean, they always were always complaining about everything. I mean, I I do it. I complained. They took away pass holder parties. We had a right to complain. Yeah, and and I I get that. See, again, I had not had passes to Disney in over a decade before the shutdown. So we became pass holders again after the shutdown. <laughs> Um, because we had the money again and we live in town because for a long time we lived two hours from Disney and I just didn't want to spend money on it to, to have to drive two hours. So I don't remember what it was like pre-Rona for a, a long time, but I'm just shocked at the number of people who are like, well, what do you mean? I can't just have this. What do you mean? Ears are $30. Well, they're, they're $30, so if you don't want to spend... Yeah, that's been a trend in every theme park recently, and you know what I mean? The entitlement has grown, you know, more regular guests, you know, like in my groups, I see, you know, issues in SeaWorld. Uh, and pretty much every place I've seen uh, other groups in Legoland have issues. Legoland? Uh, the only, yeah, because, <laughs> yeah, you know, I have to be a part of a couple of Legoland groups, but yeah, I've seen issues. And the only other place that I don't see it is actually the zoos and the safari park. <laughs> Everywhere else, it's just a bunch of entitlement people. And, yeah, right, man, uh, it's been worse. It's because they throw it's you to the animals. what we've seen. <laughs> They'll throw you hyenas <laughs> if you start complaining. It's going to get crazy over the carousel. <laughs> no, the only, the only complaining they do is, like, they're sleeping. They're always sleeping. Oh. I'm like, well, then, no, you're not they're, there they're enough, long enough. Yeah. <laughs> how dare the animals sleep when you want to look at them? Yeah, that's how girl came in my group is like, oh, <laughs> I don't like it because they're always asleep. I'm like, no, they're not. Look at all these people posting videos of, of all of them roaming around, and you're talking about their sleep half the time. Why is the panda He's facing asleep. away from me? Why is the panda <laughs> facing away from me? He's eating that bamboo stick facing away from me. 
<laughs> I mean, they literally, when I went to the San Diego Zoo, there's literally a sign that or the thing that warns you that after uh, like what, 4 p.m. or something, the animals will yeah. start to disappear and go to sleep. They literally tell you that will happen. So if you choose to come to the nighttime zoo, then you know that there's a chance that you're not going to see any nighttime zoo animals. You're going to see a bat. <laughs> You'll probably see some no birds bats. in the dark. No, the, the bats are on lockdown ever since COVID, actually. They still are on lockdown. That, that exhibit has been on lockdown. I don't want to live in this reality. Um, you might. Uh, you, uh, I'm, I'm sure you could still see all the lizards and stuff. Yeah. Uh, you might no, you might be able to down. see the platypus <laughs> at the at the wild animal park. Yeah, and it's I, already in the dark. <laughs> I, there's a lot of like, I'm I see a lot of uh, well, the rides are shutting down more. Then why are these shows being canceled? And I'm like, you know, people, they're still trying to get back up to staffing. And it's not that, quote, nobody wants to work. It's that these people, when they got laid off, went and found other jobs because you have to work. Let's just not forget that Chopek was already shutting down shows and they were already getting rid of entertainers and stuff, entertainment stuff before shutdown. Yeah, it's already shutdown was just more of a convenience to them because it gave them an excuse to not bring things back completely. Yeah, Uh, because, yeah, I mean, we had already seen half of the live entertainment get uh, ended at Disneyland anyways, or the whole resort anyways. I mean, they lost half of their entertainment to Knott's. Yeah, Knott's has been long running people. Billy Hill. Jesus. Yeah, Knott's had um, a couple of their their shows for like the Peanuts stuff and even the holiday stuff close early or uh, they had to cancel Um, and they haven't really been 100 percent forthcoming as to why. But whatever, whatever the reason, um, they've had some entertainment issues, too. And I know that Knott's has been having turnovers and staffing. It it could also have to do with the fact that. Let's say, like, Knott's is paying decently. I talked to a, one of the workers at Knott's, and he said he's making about seventeen twenty-five an hour, which is more than minimum wage and not bad money for entry-level Knott's Berry Farm position. Okay, great. Now let's put people screaming at them all day, every day, because they can't get their funnel cake on time. Why are the funnel cakes frozen and reheated now? Why didn't you put a sign up in the window that your pizza that you're advertising is out? Why did I have to wait? What's wrong with this? Why did the Berry Tales ride break? It's like if the I new drama of the uh, the yeah, Blue now. It's oh like, my god! Remember I, all those entitled if, former Disneyland pass holders we were talking about? Knots. They're all at knots now, and they're complaining <laughs> about this ain't Disneyland. Yeah, and it's like no kidding, it ain't Disneyland. You can't afford Disneyland anymore. Shh, you're at knots now. Go eat your Kit Kat funnel cake and shut up. Fine, as long as they all stay away from Universal, That's because I, like Dan, I, as a, like, just like Dan, we probably plan on getting a, a Universal Pass. I was very, I kind of, very pleased how clean it was. I kind of, uh, I we kind of would like to uh, get passes before uh, Lunar New Year ends, because, talk about Lunar New Year, Dan, are you going to go try their 
noodles. No, I'm not going to make it. Their, their I didn't even know. House. I'm so that new to Universal. That they open looks amazing. I'm so new to Universal that I didn't know they did stuff like that. I happened to be there yeah. for well, the last is, I think like, the first week time of they're the, doing it. Uh, this is the first, yeah, I was happened to be there for the last week of the um, Hula Day celebration right. with the Grinch and stuff. So right. I didn't know they did stuff. Now that they, I do know that they do stuff like that, yeah, well, I'll I find a way to work it in as long as I have a pass. They're doing it. They did they, it last they, year, but it was small. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah they did it last year, but it was like kind of small. But this time they they had the booth ready, but then everything. They it was did. not even a booth. They took what they took a whole restaurant and they turned it into the Noodle House. Oh, did they? Oh, nice. Yeah, I forget the name of the restaurant, but they took the whole restaurant and turned it into a Noodle House. And I've looked at and we've looked at the menu. My God, it makes look makes oh. whatever you guys had had at uh, at DCA probably look like. Uh, it looks like baby food. Well, I know that I... Universal in Florida has been killing it. Um, I really want to visit Universal in Florida. I think I want to go to Universal in Florida more than I want to go to Disney World. Um, but we were looking at getting passes for Universal as well. But um, we want to wait and see what L.A. does. Because I'm going to be honest, wearing a mask all day, even outside, I have no interest in that at this exact moment. That so part did I suck. Gonna... That part sucked. Yeah. I'm going to, I think we're going to wait, but if they, if LA drops that, then I think we're going to end up getting passes just because we really like what Universal has to offer. Um, more so than Knott's even at the moment, uh, Knott's hasn't been, I think Knott's needs to get their life together a little bit. They're having, they're having some struggles and I love Knott's, so I, I hate to see that happen, but Universal, yeah, I saw what you're talking about with the food. It looked top notch. Oh, their food is legit, man. Well, speaking real quick of Nas, just to slide it in, you guys saw about the uh, about uh, the SeaWorld offer. Oh, where you can get it for the year for teaching. No, I meant the SeaWorld offer to buy. Uh, oh, Nas. <laughs> yes, I did see that. Yeah, um, Magic Mountain's bid was higher. Yeah, and not and Cedar Fair turned down Magic Mountain, and so I've or Cedar Fair turned down. Was it Magic Mountain who wanted it? Yeah, uh, yeah, they they put in. I think it was uh, was it four or five? Yeah, but they're going to turn down Sea World too, which is Sea World's offer was eight million. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna. Truthfully, I like SeaWorld. I haven't been there in a long time, um, but I, I love going so. to SeaWorld. I think it's great. Um, not sure if they could run it any better, but... I think that they would take certain parks and then sell off the other parks. Did you say $8 million? I thought that's what I saw. Right, let me no, look. I thought it was three point. SeaWorld's offer, I thought was eight million. Like with I could be wrong. I thought something was, was, there was something that. that was eight million recently. Maybe it was something else. Uh, it just seems kind of on the low. On the low, eight million dollars. Yeah, no, this is what they offered. A billion. So according billion? to this Not is a million. mice chat. So take this with a grain of salt, but <laughs> it's a mice chat. Um, oh, and they're citing Bloomberg. <clears throat> So according to Bloomberg, SeaWorld has offered to pay approximately $3.4 yeah, billion. billion. With a B. I didn't mean to say million. I meant to say Fair. billion. Okay. Just Owner of 17, but they want to buy all of Cedar Fair. 
uh, including Knott's Berry Farm. So it's not just buying Knott's Berry Farm. It's a takeover of Cedar yeah. Fair. <sighs> so I don't know. How I don't see that happening. I just don't. Well, it depends. And if Cedar Fair wants to liquidate or not. If Cedar Fair wants to liquidate and if Cedar Fair doesn't want to be Cedar Fair anymore and they all want to get their buyout and go make their millions and sit on a beach, then they'll look into doing it. But if Cedar Fair wants to remain a company, then they're going to turn them down. And and I, I, I really think it's going to boil down to that. Also, um, with our antitrust laws and stuff, I don't know what if they would be allowed to merge um, and how that would work. Uh, well, I think that's why I would think that Knott's would want, or that uh, uh, SeaWorld would want to buy, get like acquire certain parks and then maybe sell off the other ones. I don't know. I mean, we don't know what their whole reasoning, unless they want to expand into having bigger non-marine related parks. I don't know. I guess uh, since the uh, SeaWorld offer uh, that a private equity firm has also has built up a 5% stake in Cedar Fair, as if they're anticipating that there might be a bidding war. Here's apparently. my question. Is Cedar Fair in trouble? Like, I have not... That was, this, according to this article, uh, which apparently is also citing Bloomberg... <laughs> <laughs> uh, it says that it's that that they're building the stake in Cedar Fair on the belief that if Cedar Fair does go up for sale, there might be more than one company interested in buying it. So they're also implying that they think that there might be something an issue with Cedar Fair. Hmm. I wonder what's going on with them. Um, because I'll tell you, I don't, I just don't understand with knots right now. They. Here's what I'm confused about. They did such an amazing job during the shutdown. Like, I mean, it was amazing there. They had the food was perfect. It was delicious. It was all cooked well. It was consistent. Yes. They had staffing dialed down. They had everything. And it was so good. Now, it is a freaking S show there. You go there. It is a mess. You, the parking situation's a mess. Cars getting stolen out of the parking lot. Not enough security. Not enough That's people. That's normal. Food. Well, but it wasn't normal for a really long time. I mean, things are getting, like, catalytic converters are going all over the place, and they are having trouble. But they could increase security. They could fix a lot of things. Their food is inconsistent. And that's what bothers me, I think, the most. Because, like, I went to Knott's for their food. And when you went to Knott's, the food was always consistent. And now I'm seeing it's not consistent. Their staffing is at, is not doing well. Um, people who've left Knott's on a, several like groups that I'm in have said they left for different reasons, but they're not being treated well. That's what a lot of a lot of it boiled down to. So I just don't understand. What there's a lot of new uh, employees I noticed the last time I was there. Right. And so like for me, you want to retain those employees and you want to treat them well because they know what they're doing and move them up to, you know, better positions of management and leadership. But here's here's again, what happened? I mean, not knots went from perfection during the shutdown to the wild literally the wild wild west. After they because uh, not you know how theme parks were under uh, you know a radar you know what I mean with the CDC and you know any regulations and you know I'm pretty sure they were theme parks were visited a lot 
you know, maybe had undercover people go and visit, you know, just to check on the parks, doing what they say they're doing. You yeah. know what I mean? And now that, you know, because, you know, Knott's was kind of like that, you know, like firemen's used to be legit, you know what I mean? But now it's inconsistent. You know, there used to be big pieces a lot of times with the half chicken, and now it's like sometimes you get the scrawny, skinny ones to the point where it's sold out. Now. It, you're yeah. eating a Cornish game hen when you get a half, it's a half Cornish game hen. It's this big. Yeah, it's pretty much. The problem much. Is, is that Knott's was used to dealing with a certain amount of people and a certain ech- echelon of people, let's just say. And then now that amount of people and the echelon of people has changed dramatically once again, you know, with the absorption of all of the uh, let's just the say Disney the lesser, drama. <laughs> the lesser of the former Disneyland pass holders as we spoke of before. Yep. Uh, I just, I think that Cedar Fair, once again, we've mentioned now before how Cedar Fair knots is an afterthought for them because it's not what they do and that I think that if if there if 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 for some reason it's probably not going to happen, but if for some reason Cedar Fair was bought by SeaWorld, at least I consider SeaWorld to be a le- little bit more in the theme park business than Cedar Fair is. So there's that. A lot plus, of Cedar plus, parks, plus park SeaWorld park. only has six parks, as opposed to you know that's not that really that many. So they they wouldn't be expanding by like a lot. It would be enough. They would give them more than uh, probably Six Flags. Just mostly but... concentrating on the East Coast. Right. Yeah, because like Cedar Park, Fair yeah. Parks, Cedar Fair mostly deals with part-time parks. Aside that, from yes. one that's up north in California. Most of them are back east, and most of the parks out there close for the winter because you're not riding a roller coaster in a blizzard. So I just... You know, when when not when the Knott family sold, um, there was a hiccup. Like Knott's kind of dipped a little bit after that, but then they they figured it out and they came back and they were doing great. Then they killed it with the shutdown, and now I feel like it's right after the Knott family sold and Cedar Fair is struggling again. And I'm like, what happened? Like, bring back the guys and the girls and the people who did the shutdown stuff because they were on it. You know, and get your people trained and and take care of your employees. And I know that that's not really fashionable right now. I know that it's not fashionable to take care of your employees because there's this whole thought like you should just be happy to have a job. Um, except no, because minimum wage jobs specifically are literally everywhere. Like you're tripping over minimum wage jobs. So if you're at Knott's Berry Farm getting treated like absolute trash, you can go to a variety of other places and be Especially treated. Especially if you're vaccinated. Like- Hmm? Especially if you're vaccinated. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, but even if you're not, there's enough places. Like there's, there's, there is an ass for every seat. And so if you are, if your business is, if you're in the in the position where you're mostly hiring a minimum wage workforce, what are you doing to retain those employees? Because they'll leave. You know, people work at Knotts because they want to. Like I got my job at Knotts because I was like, oh, I love it here. I love knots. I love the food. I like rides. I want to work here. And it was a great job and I loved it. Same reason why my friends worked at Disney. They didn't go to Disney. Disney was a hassle to work at in the 90s. 
Like, I don't know if it's still like that, but like you had to park far away, you had to get there super early, couldn't take your work costumes home. Like you worked there because you wanted to work for Disney. You worked at Knott's because you wanted to work for Knott's. If you didn't have a loyalty, then you worked at Taco Bell next to your house and it was super, it was like way easier. So like Knott's needs to step it up because I'm really disappointed. Um, And I'm disappointed to hear that their employees don't feel valued. Like that, I think, same with Disney. If Disney isn't valuing their employees, then that makes me feel sad because you're nothing without your employees. You know, at least that's how I feel about it. It's just a new era in the theme parks and the way people are, you know what I mean? Their attitudes and, you know, it just, unfortunately, the way, you know, I say, like I tell people ever since 2015, you know, the attitudes and the bitchiness and the entitlement has gotten worse, you know, from pass holders to regular guests, you know, and, you know, social media made people lazy to the point where, you know, nonstop, you know, like when I'm at SeaWorld nonstop they're looking for an employee or trying to ask somebody, hey, you know, do you know where this is on an app or or somebody's trying to explain something because they have no shit clue of what's going on to you know, even to the point where, you know, in every single theme park group they're like, do they still have any hand maps where I can grab and walk around with this paper? You know, because they're even like, see, well now it's just a, a QR code scan it and then it you know takes you to the app download and and that's how or a, a quick link and it'll show the app and that's pretty much it you know what i mean and a lot of my friends you know from that work at nas SeaWorld, world you know my brothers and magic you know a lot of them are just tired of the bullshit a lot of people opened their eyes during the pandemic and was just sick of it um one of my friends he was uh working in dca for 10 years He's not, he was, wasn't going to be an ass kisser to get higher. So he ended up leaving. You know, he was like, I'm done with this crap. I'm done with the same old bullshit, you know, guest. He ended up being a, a, a assistant manager of a hotel and making a shitload of my money, 4K and everything. He's straight. And he's like, I don't know why I should have done this earlier. He goes, I'm not kissing nobody's ass. I'm not fighting for nobody's position. And, you know, obviously we know that that's the way, you know, theme parks are, especially with Disneyland, you know, it's an ass kissing system. But, you know, the, the rudeness, you know, especially with the, uh, the disability, I don't care what theme park it is, you know, I think that Universal does take care of it right now. They're in the lead. I, I've always explained that, you know, ever since the pandemic, they've been taking over since Disney, you know, Disney thought that they were in the tops, but no, I'm sorry, with their little difficulties and issues that they've been having, uh, you know, you know, and especially that the fact that Universal has about to talk shit and they backed it up, you know, the food is great, you know, the, you know, uh, the only thing I, I don't like, you know, is maybe me and some of the older people that eventually it gets time where you write all those simulators, you need to take a break. You'll get dizziest shit I read, or, you know, Harry Potter four times in a row, and I almost was, like, gone, threw up, and it was game over. I couldn't do the rest of the day. And, hey, that front of the line pass at Six Flags is the same thing. Yeah. It, it messes with your vertigo so much that you're like, dude, I can't do this. Right? Three rides, and yeah. you're like, I kind of feel sick. I need to sit down. Well, and you know, big VR, and, like, like now, at my age, now, um, if I ride too many VR rides in a row, like, I'm – it's not going to happen. They need to, I need to be very mindful of the VR rides that I am riding and what I'm doing in between them. If I went from a VR to a VR to a VR, I'm just get me a wheelchair and wheel me back to the car. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 uh, 
Yeah. At least, uh, yeah, I was gonna say at least uh, Harry Potter doesn't have the three the the uh, the glasses anymore. Hey, oh, I, I almost I got uh, grossed out with that. I almost couldn't that get was... on that ride being the poorly gentleman that I am. I had to <laughs> yeah, really that... squeeze into that thing to get it to get it oh, to shut. But to push. Universe, I yeah, I had to get pushed. Is, and, is and not fluffy friendly. No, and um and Universal has the distinction of you now. Okay. You can say whatever you want to about theme park food, but for the most part, I know I'm going to a theme park. Some stuff is better than others. I'm going to be honest. I really don't expect much. It's a theme park. I really don't. I expect as much as I expect out of a ballpark. But Universal has the <laughs> distinction of the worst salad I've ever actually had. And oh. my, my daughter my daughter had it. The croutons were – it was bread. It was bread. It was. There's no crunchiness to it. It was really – I don't know why – looking back, I don't know why I didn't take that salad back and be like, I'm not eating this. She's not going to eat this because it was like – it wasn't even mediocre. It just was not yeah, like this isn't good. Yeah, don't get fat, is there? No. <laughs> and she thought, you know, I'm going to get a chicken Caesar salad. That... It sounded good, but she was like, this is, like, not good. And not... yet at the same time, Harry Potter, you'll eat the, the best food you've ever eaten at any theme park ever. Yes. And get the some Harry money Potter, The whole Harry Potter area at Universal is kind of the, the – that's, like, that's the catalyst for me getting a pass. Like I could go there and just never leave the the Harry Potter area, and that's that's what I want to do. And, I think that's and what my brother wants to do next time we go. Is just, just hang out do at three that. broomsticks all day. Yeah, I want to go try all of that. I want to try every different kind of butter beer imaginable. I want to go and try the different foods out. I want to get a wand. I want to play the thingies. I want to like man. And you I can dress up without worrying about it. Yeah, yes. I wear my little Slytherin outfit with pride and my husband in a little Hufflepuff gear. No, and I saw a video a couple of weeks ago of a couple of people, one of them dressed like Snape and one of them dressed like somebody else who got escorted out of the park. It was too much. But you can go well, buy yeah, your no, robes. You, you, yeah. yeah, you can't go exact character, you but, you know, you the robes are good, good, yeah. You you can do the, the bounding, you know, you can wear their little cape that they sell, but... Gina, just buy can't. a patch and wear your graduation gown. You know, it's the same shit. <laughs> very similar. Yeah, it's the same shit. <laughs> but that's what like Universal has a lot. They have a lot going for them. Um, it looks like a good time. The park looks clean. I haven't heard a lot of complaints. Um, I just, I just, quite frankly, I'm not kidding. I just, I have no interest in in going and walking around with the mask the entire time I'm there. So I'm kind that, of waiting for LA to. Plenty to of people. Of let's just say plenty of people had a drink in their hand all day. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure there was. They were sipping. It was a slow sip, like on the plane when they were. So eating we, uh, I bought some uh, KN95 masks, and uh, which are you know the Korean knockoff of the N95. Yeah. And is that what, is the, that what the know, KN stands for? Korean knockoff. Basically, <laughs> uh, it has you know the pointed end like yeah. this. I find yeah. that a lot easier to walk around because you have more of a no, not like that. It's the pointed. No. They're like it's like oh yeah, it's yeah, still yeah. a super point. It comes like off this. your mouth. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. Right. My brother uses us. Yeah. We went to uh, we went to a con, a uh, small little con this last Sunday that was just basically just a just a deal room and then some people signing and then but then the next day we went to the Reagan Library because we were nearby and I'd always wanted to see the plane. That's there. And uh, I found walking around with the KN95 with the, you know, more space to breathe into. You don't have that immediate where it's right by your mouth. And <laughs> yeah. Immediately feeling the wetness 
start to build up as you're outside. I found it much easier with the with those style. So if if you, I, I mean, I know you don't want to have to wear a mask at all, but if you're gonna try wearing those at like your theme park trips and see yeah. how much better those are for you, because I have huge troubles with masks. I because you know I breathe and I breathe through my mouth and I definitely I I get the wetness and all that and I I usually going places I take three masks with me normally but I find with the with those masks with the with the style that it's a lot easier on you and you can your endurance is is higher with those than uh with a regular uh standard cloth mask so maybe yeah. give that a shot um and you might find it a little bit easier on you cuz I know I found it easier and I know that when I go to if I go to a theme park uh and we're still in mask times that uh I'll probably make sure I take a couple with me but uh yeah no just a suggestion thank you yeah i know like for me i can't really wear cloth masks unless it's an in and out thing like i bring them um but i teach all day in them and i lecture in them. So I change them after every class period sometimes if I'm lecturing all day long um, because it's just and I think that's why I'm just over them because I have to lecture in them for five hours a day sometimes. And I I'm just done. I'm like, I can't I can't do that, especially if I'm outside. I'm like, I can't do it. So I think for me, it's just like it's just exhausting for me, but it is what it is. And so you know, if I go um, and they still have a mandate that I'm, of course, I'll abide by it. I just kind of that's what's making me not go to Universal right now is L.A. County is just a, it's just a bit strict. But um, I've been going to Disney and abiding by theirs. I put my mask on in the indoor rides. No problem. No question. You know, it's not my favorite, but I'll do it because it like I say, I'm not I'm not going to not wear it because uh, a 25 year old employee should not have to tell a grown woman to stick to the rules like that's ridiculous well shall we start wrapping this up um that's good somebody that's on vacation could use a little nap before softball practice <laughs> <laughs> sounding kind of good right now um, yeah my is pacing looking at me like um it's dinner time for us <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's I like see. i laugh so my my daughter to... my daughter has a meeting at her school. It's almost four thirty. So when I do go and pick her up later from her after school meeting, I know I'm gonna have to come back with dinner because I'm gonna go to practice at six thirty. So oh, good. yeah, it's it's dinner time. But uh, yeah, anybody last kind of things um, as I say this and as we record this, I'll actually be at the parks twice this week. I'll be there tomorrow and I'll be there on Friday. Um, I don't think I I don't have anything else booked right away i have a date on our spring break but i know i'll probably pop in at least another time or two before then too because, because it's not that hard to get reservations right now it's not and and even though like even though they um they're they are booked on reservations like they just released a whole bunch for saturday and sunday so they come up all the time i'm going tomorrow i got lamplight brunch reservations and i somehow scored a trader sam's those things there is no rhyme <laughs> or reason to a trader sam's um, reservation. They literally just pop up when they feel like it. So I was pretty excited about that. And then we are going on the 12th for Aaron's birthday and I booked Plaza Inn dining for breakfast. We got a Oga's reservation at noonish for some noon stuff. Cause that's Aaron's favorite place of all times is Oga's. He could live there. 
And then I want to say I got a lamp light afternoon or something. I don't know. But, um, you know, my thing is eating, uh, eating and drinking at, at the restaurants. It's like, I love it. I, I always try to find something new. Hey, I always ask any place for a secret menu that, you know what I mean? You always find something that one cast member might not know, then another do know, or, you know, something that, you know, sometimes, especially at the lap night lounge, you know, they'll create something for the month and you don't know it. And then if you say something, don't suggest something that, you know, you never tried. There is a Mexican candy drink. Uh, oh, yeah. That everyone's getting. Um, it's not my flavors. Uh, it's not something that I'm into, but that's a new one. Yeah, I always ask at Lamplight, you know, if they have anything new. Um, and most of the people at Lamplight are super cool, like the waiters and waitresses. Yeah. And we've been there a few times, but I, I'm very like, I don't go unless I can over tip. That's kind of my rules. So try to throw them a little extra when they suggest drinks we haven't had before. But yeah, it's. I'm looking forward to it. And then, yeah, I'm going to probably try to go during spring break one or two times. We'll see. Uh, probably be just go to Knott's um, a couple of times. Uh, SeaWorld, I'm going for before the park opens to ride the new Emperor. Um, I got a, one of the VIP tickets, so I'll be probably going on Thursday in the first weekend of March to see how that goes. Um that's pretty much it. I was going to get SoCal tickets, um, but in the end, I'm just going to save that money for myself. My daughter and my, my girl's going to get them, but it's a waste because my back and I can't last all day at Disneyland. As much as I want to go to Disneyland, you know, it's just, it's not worth the money. Yeah. Um, you know, I, we've been looking at going to Universal Studios because, you know, my girl's a big Harry Potter fan. I've been going to Universal Studios since I worked there around the same time Ratman did and didn't even you know, know it. it. <laughs> Yep. Uh, I know we're we're done, but uh, for the Knots people, check out Pass Perks. They it's a loyalty reward program, and it's finally coming to Knots. Um, I thought it already launched. It's just hardly anybody. I posted it a couple times, but like even with the email sign up, but nobody just. It's just you now. don't know the TikTok it. algorithm. That's it starting <laughs> on March second. So oh, okay, it makes sense. It's coming hey, March second. Dan. Dan. You never actually talked about the returning of the trams. Oh, yeah. Hey, guys, the trams are coming back. There you go. Or the, the trailer for Doctor Strange. Yeah. There was a lot we didn't touch. We got all over the I place with this I probably one. end up still walking through downtown Disney uh, in the morning when there's seven bazillion people trying to get on a tram. But since I <laughs> leave the park so early, I'll probably take the tram back. We've said many. We said many times where I park. It's not the. It's not the Pixar Pier or Pixar Pals parking lot. It's not there. So it actually means very little to me that they're coming back. Yeah, I can't get to Aaron USA to go suckers. To Toy Story. I can't get him to go to Toy Story parking lot. I keep trying to tell him, and he's just he's a creature of habit, and he's used to parking. Tell him it's the lot of all lots. Once he gets there and does it, he'll be hooked. For can't, all those right turns, man. Right turn, right turn, right turn. It's it's beautiful. Yeah. I yeah. I parked there myself. Like I've I've gone there a few times by myself, parked, jumped on a bus in and out super quick. But I think for him, the we've heard a lot of like there's some long lines sometimes that happen uh in backup and I think Aaron doesn't if, like if you crap. go there like I do before the damn gates open, yeah, that's you're good. I'm... No, you're good. You're okay. good. Like I used to get there be like an hour before the gates are open and I'm sitting there with another car just blazing it cop comes up and 
Like, the gates are still not open. And they're like, what the hell are you doing, Michael? They're so damn early. I was like, I just up and took off, you know. But no, a good, around a good half an hour or so, it's easy to get on the bus. But after that hour or so, that's when it starts filling up. And then the security lags it on the back check. And then that line goes down to near the bathrooms. And yeah, it can get hectic. But it's, you know, because I noticed that when it comes to theme parks in the mornings, it's not as bad. A lot of late bloomers after 10, 1030. Just, oh, shit, me tomorrow. <laughs> night, then you buzz in, buzz out, you're good. Me tomorrow. As long as you can do the back check in the parking lot. I do actually like the back check in the parking lot. It's one less thing to worry about. Yeah, yeah you just walk right in that gate. Yeah. The downtown Disney bag check is like, there's hardly anyone ever going through it. So... We just walk over by the hotel. It doesn't it doesn't even take that long. But you know why? Because every, that's the the biggest assholes of the security are in that back check area. That's why nobody likes going there. Them. They've always been. You know what? I walk in, my bag is open, ready to go. My stuff's out of my pockets. I know what they need. I give it to them. They're cool with me. That's you. That's like a lesson, like two percent. Hey, that I pretty know soon, that. are you are you even gonna be able to go that way pretty soon when they start working down there? Yeah, I think they're going to move. It looks like they're going to move the bag to check the ESPN area to the ESPN side, which is better because it's closer. Um, but, yeah, I think that – I and this is what I don't understand. You go to Disneyland, and you're walking at least a half a marathon, at least a half marathon. Why are you complaining about a tram walk? I just – I don't <laughs> – I mean, I don't get it. I it, and I maybe it's nostalgia, maybe it's your first ride when you get there. But all I remember about the trams is that they're crowded. Nobody can work their strollers, and it's just it's just a another because they consider it an attraction. Like, I, and yeah. every, at the end of the day, everybody's tired of walking around all day, so you want that, that time yeah. to sit down. Yeah, <laughs> the way that's back, what it is. I get like that way back to your car can be kind of long, but like. You know, you've already walked so much. I, and I, I do understand it for people who are disabled. Like, if you have a disability, totally get it. That's different. That's not who I'm talking about. I'm talking about able-bodied <laughs> Disney goers <laughs> who are already walking a half marathon. Like, there's, I've never seen so many posts. There were mo- more posts about the trams coming back than the mask mandate <laughs> Getting lifted. Hey, the Disney feet, the Disney legs, the 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 in between the legs after the late the late night water ride. They're real. Let me tell you. And if you're gonna try to walk, and I've done it a lot back in the days when I used to go slash down late at night. You know, we'd be like, okay, let's do this. Or you know, Dan knows we used to go to the park when raining as hell. You know, and we have still to walk did, bro. The car. Yeah. Yeah, you know that what I mean, change. and and it's that change. yeah, that Disney rash though. <laughs> let me let me tell you, I got that like Dan knows, and, and everybody knows. I'm prepared. I got socks. I got boxers. I got that the Vaseline. This guy looks like he's moving in, or in my backpack just in case. He's gonna stand the honey mansion mind. overnight. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa. Hey, hold on. I, I didn't carry any so of his unmentionables, and I ended up with a spirit jersey. So that's kind of how that goes. Oh, hey, Dan, it's going to be chilly enough tomorrow. You may want to bust out uh, that. Yeah, t- actually, I was thinking a little while ago, I got to wash it. It was in the I back. It's sitting in the back of the truck since my last trip because the last trip I took, <laughs> I had that in a jacket. And I was like, hey, I'll decide when I get there. And it was cold enough for a jacket. Tomorrow may actually be cold enough for a jacket. Maybe. So, it we'll depends. See. The weather keeps changing. It went from 75. Now we're looking at 70. If it dips down a little lower, then that's jacket weather. But yeah. it, yeah, it may be just different jersey sure. weather. Well, part of that dipping stuff is the reason I need a nap right now because I'm feeling it. 
Maji's right. kicking in. You go take your nap. So, all right, guys. It sounds it sounds good. This Doctor Strange. Be sixty five tomorrow in Anaheim. Doctor Strange. We'll get into next time because I'm gonna be honest with you. I got up and got some hot wings. I missed that commercial on the Super Bowl. So. Uh, just a note that the uh, the the you may want to watch both because the commercial that plays during the Super Bowl is different than the one than the yep. other, uh, one that's on the trailer that's online. Sounds good. There's different stuff. Okay. Sounds good. You should watch both. Okay. Uh, Sounds the Jim good. Jim Carrey, Cable Guy, Larry. <laughs> All right, y'all. We'll talk to y'all soon. Bye. Bye.